Hey class, Prof JC here. I'm very excited about what we're gonna talk about today. But before we do, I wanna I wanna give you a quick reminder. This just really stuck with me today. Um, so it's Father's Day when I'm recording this uh, today, and and I try to get to church whenever I can. I, I, you know, I wasn't able to today. I'm out of town, and so I listen to the church. There's a certain there's a certain pastor in San Diego that I like to listen to, and he was introducing the the guest speaker. And he said something along the lines of when he was introducing the guest speaker, um, he, he was talking about him and his relationship with this guest speaker and how much he he really admired this person. And uh, and I've heard him talk about this person many times before. There's a deep admiration that he has. And this pastor I listened to is, I think, the creme de la creme. I've actually worked for him before. I just he, he in my mind, he is just the greatest. He's one of the greatest men that I know. And so when he starts talking about someone he looks up to, it's someone I listen to, you know, it's a, who, you know, tell me more about this person. But here's what he had to say today. And I, uh, this is not what the podcast is about. I'm giving this to you for free and I want you to take this with you. Here's what he says. He said uh, with the guest speaker, he said, this person, every time I walk away from him, every time I leave his company, uh, I want to do better. I want to be better. And so basically saying, uh, and, then, and then he turned to the you know crowd, he said, if they make you want to do better and be better, that's the kind of person you want to be surrounded with. And I thought, man, what a great compliment for that. That's I think that's the best thing that could ever be said about a person is that when you're with that person, uh, when you walk away from them, you're inspired to do more. You're inspired to be better. You're inspired to do better. So I hope that's you. And I hope that you're considering that and all of your interactions with people. When people walk away from you, uh, because we all know that there's other people who are the opposite way. That when you walk away from them, you're drained, you're emotionally drained, you have a negative feeling about life, you have a negative feeling about them, right? I think the more that you mature, you get really in tune with that kind of thing. You can sit with somebody for, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, and you can walk away and say, hey, that person's a good person, that's someone I want to be surrounded with, or it's someone I don't want to have any, any more in my life. But we all want to be the kind of people that when we walk away, um, I, I hope that's what that's what we all want to do is that that people will say of us, uh, this person made me want to be a better person, to do more, to be better. So anyway, I'm giving that to you for free. Let's dive into what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, the mindset of an empowering leader, the mindset of an empowering leader. And here's why it's mindset, because you can find all kinds of articles online that talk about Everything we talk about, right? You know, 10 ways to be more empowering, 10 ways to be a better communicator, 10 ways to be a better leader, four ways, six ways, you know, six strategies, whatever. It's all out there. And everyone's got a different way. I want to get into your mindset because I think if I can get into your mindset, if this class, if this work, if the whole process can get into your mindset, it's going to make you a better leader. Look, here's something that I've said before. Okay. And I know some of you get kind of annoyed when I say this, but I'm going to keep saying it because I really believe this. If you walk away from this program and you have a 4.99, whatever it is, you know, whatever, the 4.0, whatever it is, and you're still, um, well, I don't want to say still because that, that's implying that you are now. But if you walk away from this program, you've got a 4.5 GPA and you're not a good leader. We've not done our job well. We have not done our job. Well, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm out in the marketplace. I'll tell you more about that. I'm actually traveling this week because we've got a group of leaders up here um, where I'm at that are struggling, that aren't getting the job done. And so they call people like myself in and, and my colleague in, and we're up here to do some trainings, um, you know, to help them. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow. I've seen enough of this. 
And it's the reason why I'm giving my life to leadership development, because there's so many poor leaders. So it, I, I don't care if you've got a master's degree in leadership or business or whatever. If you take this program and, and for those of you who are business students, you say, well, I'm not trying to be a better way. I'm just trying to be a better business person. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, the, the statistics show time and time again that if you improve your leadership skills, right, that means that you're better for the people who work for you. That means they create more value for the company. That means there's greater profits, right? It all comes back to people. I don't care. Anybody says it's just how it is. Now, profit first, I'm, I'm uh, you know, especially in a for-profit company, I understand that it's necessary. But how do we do that, right? And and here in the here in the United States, here's how it works best is by taking care of our people. So this idea of becoming an empowering leader, I think is really important. A lot of people talk about um, servant leadership. And, and w- when I actually got hired at Point Loma, um, they asked me about my leadership philosophy. And I told them I'm going to spend the rest of my life studying and teaching this idea of empowering leadership and how I don't necessarily agree with the term servant leadership. Okay. And I think Robert Greenleaf, who wrote about it, I think his his mindset was right. I think we're actually saying a lot of the same things. But that term servant leadership, I've rarely seen a leader that acts like a servant because they're not supposed to. They're, a servant really is in a different role than a leader. Okay, so putting servant leadership together doesn't make sense to me. I think it's it's kind of word games and it's word word gymnastics makes us feel but you know feel better about ourselves. But, but I think this idea of empowering leadership it takes it to the next level and it's what leadership should be. So we're going to talk about that here in a second. But here's the mindset that I want to give you first. Okay, here's the mindset of what an empowering leader is, and here's what it means. Uh, it's the mindset. I would say this. I would call it the mindset of leadership humility, leadership humility. Now, here's what humility needs. Uh, uh, I mean, C.S. Lewis has a great definition of it. It's the one I use all the time. I've probably said it in one of our other podcasts before, but here's what he has to say. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. See, people hear that word and they think, I'm not going to be humble because I don't want people walking all over me. I I don't want people taking advantage of me, right? And nobody wants that. And you shouldn't want that. You're a business leader, Okay, business leaders should not be walked all over. You should not be taken advantage of. Okay, that makes sense to me. But that's not what humility is about. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. That's the key right there. I love that term, and it's a great reminder uh, for me in my own journey. Right? It, is it all about JC, or is it all about the people I'm trying to serve? The students, the the marketplace, the people we're going to go train tomorrow. Okay. So here, so here's how this translates into, into leadership. Here's what this looks like for you as a business leader, as a nonprofit leader, you know, wherever you're at. You are thinking about what is best. So here's the mindset of the empowering leader because it's based on this. It's the foundation is humility. It means that you are thinking about what is best for the company. I think that matters. I think it matters. It's not just about you. If you go into, you know, a lot of these, a lot of people come in and they start, they start talking about people, people, people training, and it's about, you know, my emotions and my family. Well, if you go in any company and you do that long enough, you're going to end your, you know, you're going to end up being fired. I and, and I've seen it happen time and time again. People come in and they bring themselves, and it's all about them, me, 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 my needs, my wants. And the company is going to spit you out real quick. So it can't be, it's got to be about the best of the company first, right? So you've got to come in with that mindset. That's, that's humility. Okay. Plus, now again, I'm talking to leaders here. I'm talking to business managers. I'm talking to leaders here. Plus what is best for the person in front of you. So the person you're leading in relation to what is best for the company. 
Okay, so that's what it looks like. Okay, you are thinking about overall what is best for the company. So if you're a for-profit company, profit matters. Profit comes first. If you're a nonprofit, it's about the impact. Okay, so what kind of impact are we making? So you're thinking about what's best for the company that you're in, the organization you're in, and what is best for the person you're leading, the person in front of you, in relation to what is best for the company. Now, guess what this term doesn't say? It doesn't say anything about you. It has nothing to do with you. And this is the key of leadership. And this is why I, I, I tell people all the time, be careful if before you get into leadership. Because leadership means that you are placing yourself down on the ground, you know, well, not down on the ground. I shouldn't say that, but but you're placing yourself in a, I'll just say a posture of saying, it's not about me. I'm going to put other people and the organization first. Now, it's got to be about you at some point, but that's a that's a whole nother podcast, right? That's where you get yourself taken care of. You got to marry the right person. If you're going to get married, if you've got a partner, you've got to find the right partner, right? Um, someone that helps invest in you, you invest in them. Maybe it's through your church community. Maybe it's through your service. Maybe you get you know a life coach. Maybe you get counseling and therapy, whatever it is. You've got to figure out how to fill yourself up, but the organization is not meant to do that for you. Okay. The empowering leader never uses the organization or its people to fill themselves up. Okay. That's, that's the wrong kind of leader. And that's not the leader that you want to be. Okay. The empowering leader instead says, I'm going to give power away. It's, it's greater than, and I know the reading this week talks about delegation. It's, 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 it's going further than that. Because oftentimes I hear, you know, I hear leaders talk about, well, I'm great at delegating. But what they don't say is that in that process of delegation, what they're really doing is giving away the work they don't want to do, but they're still making the person come back every single time they want to make a decision. So I delegated it to you, but just make sure you come back and report back to me every three days and tell me what you're doing. If you want to spend any more than $250, you got to come back and tell me. Uh, before that design, you need to make sure that I approve of that. Blah, blah, blah. I approve, I approve, right? So it's all still coming back. I'm delegating it to you because I don't want to do the work, but you're just doing the work that I want you to do. I've seen a lot of leaders do that. Okay. They just delegate the work. Empowerment is so much different. So here are the three aspects of empowerment. Okay. To empower, uh, to empower other, uh, to empower other people. Okay. To be an empowering leader means that you're empowering other people, which means this, you are giving power away to other people. You're giving power away to the people that you lead. Now, you got to be careful with this. You can't just walk in and start empowering people. You've got to know them. You've got to listen to them. You've got to figure out what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. I think it's always best in an organization to have a period where you're, uh, you know, where people almost have to go through like in, uh, it's not orientation. There's that 90 day trial period. I guess you can call it that. There's something else that they have for it. My, my, my mind is blanking right now. But I think a great leader uh, is, is really good at doing that. And I'll tell you, when I got hired for this consulting, um, um, this consulting work I do, uh, David, who owns the company, and I would say he's more of a colleague. We just had about a two and a half hour meeting downstairs. It was incredible, just incredible human being. Uh, but he brought me on. And, um, the, the first thing he did was he walked with me. He said, okay, I'm going to sign you. It was like a week after we met. I said, I'm going to sign you up. We're going to do a training for the CDC. I said, the CDC, you're kidding. I'm not. He said, Hey, I got you. And uh, he brought me on and I said very little. He gave me like two slides. And then we did another training the next week and the next week. And then I started doing more slides and more slides and more slides. And about six months into it, and I think he was intentional. I, I didn't even notice this. It was like putting a frog in the hot water. About six months later, he starts giving me my own training. Say, hey, I'm going to have you do this city over here. I'm going to have you do this company over here. And here's the training and you, you'll take care of it. And then he started giving me my own training subjects. Say, hey, 
anytime we'd ask to do this, we'll, we'll have you do this. And it's for smaller companies. And then, and then a little bit later, it was, hey, we're going to invite you out to actually, you know, be in front of all these people. And then a little later, it turned, you know, and now it's almost like a partnership when we create these kind of trainings together. It's done with mutual input. And tomorrow's going to be uh, one of the trainings that we actually do together. But it was a slow process to get me. He didn't just jump me in and say, I'm going to empower you. No, it took time to do that. And I think the great leaders do that. Okay. But here's what this means. When I say to give power away, here's what this actually means. Okay. So number one is this. If you're going to be an empowering leader, that means you have to give away the authority. Okay. So for whatever it is that you're giving the, you know, uh, whatever it is, if it's a product that's being built, if it's a service that you're building, if it's a nonprofit and maybe it's a certain community that needs help and you've got a larger nonprofit. And so that community is a new community and you're going to put someone over, uh, you know, in charge of that department or in charge of that community or in charge of that product, in charge of that service. That means that you say as the leader now, now here's what you come into. Okay. We've talked about this a lot. Your PV, PVM, right? They need to know the principles, values, purpose, vision, mission. That's where you come in as a leader and you say, okay, the outcome of this product, this service, whatever it is, this department, this division, this new team, the outcome is going to be this. But I'm empowering you. So that means now I'm going to give you the authority. So now you are in charge of this. The outcome is this. Okay. So we need to get X, Y, Z. Okay. Um, we Okay. I'm just going to throw this pin up here. Okay. So the, uh, the outcome is this pin needs to be made. Okay. Or a pin. I don't, I don't even want to say this pin, but a pin needs to be made by, um, and I'll say 60 days from now, we need a pen that's like this pen and it needs to be developed. Okay. That's the outcome. And that's all you say. Okay. And then you give authority. So you say, now it's yours. You take it, you run with it. Now that's the first thing you give. Now the second thing you give you, if you're an empowering leader, you give responsibility. That so authority is saying that they now have their, you know, that, that, that they now have the, the, they can set direction for how to get this thing done. The responsibility is the actual getting it done. Now this person is responsible for making it happen, right? That's kind of the vision, right? The authority is, you know, they've got the, you've given them the vision. Now they're holding the vision and now they've got to work on the, uh, you know, now they've got to work on the mission, right? That's really important. Okay. Um, so that's the responsibility. Give. So however they want to get, as long as they get this, right? So how, however they want to do that. You know, within that time frame that the product is going to be made, the service is going to be made within that that time frame. But they get to decide. Okay, they get to decide the people they want to hire. They get to decide. They probably don't get to decide the budget, but they get to decide how they use the budget. Let's say you give them throughout a number five hundred thousand dollars. Right. Well, you give that money away. Now they have authority over that five hundred thousand. They don't need to come back and ask you. Right. You've empowered them to do the job. Now, again, before this has happened, they've probably done a lot of other work. So they've earned the trust with you. But now that they're empowered, they have the authority, they have the responsibility. And OK, so now it's their job to get this done. But they also have and they also have the accountability. OK. And what that means is this. If the pin gets done. OK. They're held accountable for that. The pin gets done. It's under budget or it's on budget. It gets done in time then they are celebrated for that success, not you as the leader. So you don't turn around and say, well, hey, because I am I put this person in charge, this is why. No, you don't say any of that. You just say, hey, so-and-so was in charge this day and their team, they got this thing done and you get out of the way and you celebrate them. If it doesn't get done, they're also held accountable, whatever that looks like. You bring them in and say, hey, we gave you a budget of $500,000. We said we needed you know, 3 million of these pins produced within 60 days and we're not even close to getting that done. Hey, so tell me what happened. 
And maybe that's where you jump in and you can say, okay, tell me about your process. Tell me about what you decided to get this done. And then, you know, for future reference, they're going to have to earn some more trust because they didn't get the job done. Right. But that's what empowering is. Right. Uh, a lot of people don't empower, though. A lot of people struggle with empowering um, because of their own issues. That's one of the things that we're up here in. Uh, we're up here at the Park High in Beaver Creek. Uh, it's, if you've ever been, uh, for those of you who've been to the Rockies, it's it's right near um, Avon and uh, Vail, Colorado. Right. It's right there in the middle. And I guess this is a town called Beaver Creek. I, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like an area, but it's a town. And uh, so we're up here. And one of the problems that they're having be, um, here at the Park High, and I explained this in the other class, is that uh, they're bringing in leaders who are very successful. They're managers and leaders who are very, they've been very successful in their career. The issue is that they've been very successful in places like the Middle East, places like Asia, where leadership is much different. You don't have to empower there, right? There's no leadership training over there. Um, you know, most leadership training that you have, if you're going to Asia or some of these other countries, is more than likely it's an American company that has set their roots down there. So you're going over to train their workers in other countries. And I'm not saying it's bad or good. It's just different. OK, they just do it differently than what we do here. OK, you can. Uh, so, for instance, like one of the examples that that, um, you know, that we heard about is that if somebody works overtime, uh, they're only supposed to work 40 hours a week, but they work 50 because they, they got to get the job done. Uh, in other countries, like, you know, what I just said, so, sometimes the supervisors, oftentimes the supervisors and managers will say, I didn't approve that, so I'm not paying you for it. So you just were, you just gave the company 10 hours for free. Um, now, and if you get paid 20 bucks an hour, what's that? 10, 10 times, that's 200 bucks, right? That's out of your pocket, okay? Now, they've tried that here, right? That's actually been something that they've tried here to say, hey, you work 45 hours, you're only supposed to work 35. I'm not paying you for that extra 10. You know, you, you, you can't do that here. The way they talk to the employees here, the way they, and, and it's different because you're up in the mountains and, and you can't replace a lot of these people, you know, you know, quickly. And it's, it's just, it's just different in the United States. What the United States wants, and that's why we're talking about this here, okay, is empowerment. Right. It's this idea of give me the power. Right. Give me the authority. Give me the responsibility and then hold me accountable for it. But a lot of these leaders, they struggle to do that. They're just like, hey, I tell you what to do and I micromanage you every step of the way. And if you don't like it, you get out. OK, I'll find somebody else. But the reality is when we were talking to the HR, you know, the head of HR who's hired us to do this. I heard him say, and he said it a couple of times, his biggest concern is the fact that they don't have the numbers up here to just keep hiring people to do this. So they can't just hire, 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 right? But but the issue that they're having is this idea of, um, they're really struggling with this idea of empowerment. And again, what that means is authority, responsibility, accountability. All of that's really important, okay? So again, going back to the side of empowerment, it means that you are, you're thinking about what other, you know, you're thinking about the, the organization, you're thinking about the person. There's a, I just want to say this real quick, and then we'll get to our questions. There's a, there's a term that we use in our trainings that we do for, for a lot of these companies, and this has actually been a game changer for me. Um, the, the, you've probably heard this before. This isn't something we made up. It's called with them and with it. With them and with it. I, every time I hear that, I think about those wiffle balls that we played when we were kids, or at least I did, probably in a different age group than some of you are. We had these these wiffle bats or these these yellow bats, and we had the wiffle ball, and we go out and play. So whenever I hear that, I think about this. With them stands for what's in it for me, okay? With it stands for uh, what's in it for them. 
So the empowering leader, again, is always thinking that's the mindset. It's that mindset of humility that that is that, that understands that most people, especially here in our country, the United States of America, are consistently thinking about what's in it for me. As you're listening to me right now, you're thinking about what's in this for me, right? Uh, or you're thinking about something else you have to do or something else going on. That's just how human, that's how we, especially in, in our Western world, I think that's how all humans are wired, but especially in the Western world, that's empowered. Independence, capitalism, that's what it's all based on, this idea of individualism, right? What's in it for me? So the empowering leader understands that here in the United States, and we don't get upset about, we just, you know, we understand that's how it works. So then we're thinking as the empowering leader, what's in it for them? So that's where it comes from. And then when you when you figure that out, you gain trust, you understand the right person that you want to empower. Then what you do is you give authority, you give responsibility, you give accountability. Okay. And that's how you give power away. That's empowerment. It's a little different than servant leadership. Okay. It's not this mindset. Servant leadership is still based around the leader. Empowering leadership means it has nothing to do with you. It starts with that mindset of humility. So here we go. I'm going to ask you some questions here and please don't. Now, most of you are not doing this. Okay. So this, if the shoe fits, wear it. Okay. The, this class has been incredible in your responses. And I greatly appreciate that your ability to reflect and really dive into the answers here. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I can tell if you know, remember, I've been doing this, right. There's that saying, don't, um, don't BS the BS, right. So I'll say, don't bull crap the bull crap, right there. You know, I've been doing this a long time. I've been in education, right? I'm finishing up my own my own doctorate. I've done a lot of what you're doing. I can tell when somebody fast forwards to the end and goes straight to the questions, you, and you have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, you 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 got to listen. I know what I said, right? So, and I've got my notes here, right? So, I know what these answers should be. So, let's do this, okay? So, we're, so we're going to dive in on this one because this is important. First of all, I want you to tell me and just write out the sentence based on what I shared in the video. What is the definition of leadership humility? Okay. That's number one. What is the definition of leadership humility? Okay. Now I want you to tell me what does with them and with it stand for? Okay. Just write out a sentence. You don't need to write a paragraph or anything. All right. But what does with them and with it stand for? And then I want you to tell me why is that important for the empowering leader to know that? And then I want you to tell me the three things that the empowering leader does. And we, and we just talked about those. Okay. The three things that an empowering leader does so that they can be empowering. So again, well, what is the definition of leadership humility? Just write it out. What is with him? Write it out. What is with it? Write it out. Why is it important that an empowering leader um, understand with him and with it? And then tell me the three things that it means um, when the um, when an, a leader becomes an empowering leader, he or she does th these three things. Okay. All right. Uh, that's all I got for you. This is really important to me, this idea of becoming an empowering leader. I, I I don't want to have to be, although it helps, it puts money in my pocket. I don't want to have to be call, you know, coming out to your organization because you're not getting the job done. And so your leaders are calling me out because you're not leading well, right? If you do these things I'm talking about, I promise you, uh, not only, uh, not, not only will people feel better, about what they're doing but you're going to get the results that you want especially those of you who are profit driven and and hate and i'm not hating against you okay but for those of you who are profit driven the way you do that you take care of your people and i promise you that they'll take care of you all right everybody have a great week reach out if you need me and uh, i'll see you in the next podcast take care